following episode is a preview of the Mad About Movies VIP Club. In the VIP, we have weekly bonus episodes, giveaways, contests, AMAs, and more. Head on over to madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP to learn more. Enjoy this little preview, and we will see you in the VIP. You sound insane. You realize that? Yeah, man. It's the Mam Fam here for you guys. It is Richard it's the and VIP, Brian, man. And your favorite <laughs> three. <laughs> Sean Paul's in the house. Sean well. Paul, yeah, uh, playing the VIP <laughs> stage four right now. Uh, it's your favorite three man bobsled. Uh, you, the Mam Fam, Richard, Brian, and Ken here talking cool runnings. We're talking cool runnings. You know, guys, I'm going to go ahead and start this off. Um, you know, for the first time since probably Nagano in 1998, when I was 12 and had nothing else to do, I've watched a ton of Winter Olympics. It's because my wife, this is the only sports she somehow likes. And it's not just figure skating and the stereotypical stuff. Um, she's down for biathlon. She's down for anything. She just watches uh, neither of us are very good sleepers. And so we find ourselves all the time at two to four 30 in the morning watching, uh, cross country skiing or something like that. I mean, it's just, I've watched, I have watched, I guarantee you at least 35 to 40 hours of Olympics. Isn't that crazy? Impressive. Wow. Impressive. That's so funny. We're, I have, I, I've watched 35 or 40 seconds. No joke. And, and and no judgment here because what is it 2018 of the 2014 the Sochi uh, Olympics maybe I watched an hour total in two weeks maybe now would be yeah. aggressive and and then the 2012 or t- 2010 uh, Winter Olympics I think I probably watched under a minute I didn't watch any of it so I totally get that whatever just for whatever reason it's on and like it's better than the real house sluts of Lake Havasu or whatever normally is on <laughs> house <in my> sluts. House. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh <laughs> and so this is this is you know there's some sporting going on in the Barton household so I'm I'm on board with it. So wow. So I've watched a lot and I've watched bobsled and I've watched this sl- all the sliders. They call them sliders by the way. That's the common mm. term. You got losers and skeletonors and bobsledders, two and four person bobsleds and they're all called sliders and it's great. So uh I've watched a lot of that. I know the track I actually know the track. I know is what the track are the coming. same for the yes. luge as it is the bobsled. It is. It is the same track. So luge goes luge and skeleton go the first week and then the second week are the bobsled events, but it's the same track. And uh yeah, seriously I know I'm I'm kind of like uh wow. I'm kind of like Leon in this. Like I sit in my bathtub and I'm and I have uh photos and I memorize the track. I know every turn. Wow. Um, yeah. So I'm all. That's why you're the captain here. You know. That's why, that's why I'm you're the captain. the captain. I'm the captain. But you don't worry. You're. I consider Kent to be a uh, Dougie Doug, and I consider <laughs> uh, you, Brian, to be Yule Brenner. I went combination between real actor and character names. I like it. I like it. For sport, cool runnings, man. This is. You know, I know I saw movies before this. I definitely saw Home Alone <laughs> in theaters before this, and I saw other movies in theaters before this, animated, whatever. This is the first movie I remember driving from the theater with my friend Eric Molenhoff. Shout out, Eric. Mm-hmm. Uh, big Cat. Just got both so happy. And he's on our MacGruber Live episode. He's there. Who I'm still friends with. I've been er- friends with Eric since I moved to Texas. and I'm That was 30 years ago. So I've been friends with Eric. For th- we always say we've been friends 
uh, for four decades, going on five in two years, uh, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and then 2020s in a couple of years. So I remember driving with we'll a- We'll see. We'll see. A, Still time for that to fall no, apart. But. No, you know, Eric, there's no way. <laughs> How am I going to fall out of love with, with a laugh like that? I mean, it's too, <laughs> too beautiful for words. Uh, but I remember driving as a young tot with Eric from seeing Cool Runnings doing terrible and probably racist now uh, Jamaican <laughs> yeah. accents. We were five-year-olds. We didn't know uh, or whatever we were with, to our parents and being so fired up by Cool Runnings. And it's, you know, one of those things where it's not a movie I think about a lot. It's a movie I love. It's not a movie I think about a lot. But if you were to, like, add up what movie have you seen the most amount of times, I would mm. not be surprised if this is in my top 15 because I've probably sure. seen it 200 times or something. Uh, it's a big part of my childhood. And uh, and so I watched it as an adult. This is probably only the second time I've seen it as an adult. We'll get to that in a second. But, Brian, what is your mm-hmm. experience with Cool Runnings? Yeah, this one is way high on my list as well of movies that I have seen the most. Um, it came out when I was 10. ten like, I came from a, a, a relatively conservative household, and 10 to, like, 14 probably, 10 to 15 maybe, was the most i i've never i've never been like a i don't know like a rebel or have like some major conflict in my life or anything like that but uh we we were a one tv household and uh and so finding stuff that i would be interested in watching on said one tv that my parents were cool with me watching on that tv was a was a challenge yeah it's a lot of a lot of csi uh, a lot of walker texas ranger a lot of home improvement, so that was that was positive. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> mostly sports. <laughs> uh, Gosh, mostly sports. You practiced that. That's a little weird. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it. Pretty, that was. Good at Kent, it. I'm with you. That was oddly. <laughs> that was oddly accurate. Like, Kinda get it right. Get yeah. to watch a lot of stuff yeah. during uh, during that regular time Zachary Ty Bryan. <laughs> Uh, so Cool Runnings was that's a that was like a parent approved movie and therefore and it had like a little bit of of uh of cachet with uh with the friends at school and stuff which was cool because I did not have a lot of cachet otherwise you know it's like because it has, would go it to has the word cool in the title so yeah, you know it's exactly cool. <laughs> exactly and it's got John Candy everybody loves John Candy it, it was may he rest in peace America, North American treasure John Candy but um yeah I I don't know I I remember. I think this came out when I was in fifth grade and uh, it was like the talk of the town. Everybody was so excited God, to talk about so cool old. Running. I was like, I know, I know we were like working on uh, SATs and stuff, but uh, everybody was super excited about this and it was cool for me because I'm just like, Oh cool. There's a movie that I can talk about with, with my friends. Cause I just, I was not uh, getting to see most of them. And, uh, and I, I probably watched it 350 times over the next few years, just, because it was like, well, this is a movie that we can watch, and I loved it, and uh, definitely ran around quoting and and wanting to be a Jamaican bobsled. That's probably the only time I, I I think probably '94 was the only time I really watched the Winter Olympics. I'm not an Lily Olympics. Hammer, great yeah, one. That's the best great one to one. watch. If you're only going to is... watch one Winter Olympics, that's the one you want, really. Yeah, because you've got po- coming. I mean, Cool Runnings is actually about the 80s olympics but you're coming right out of cool runnings yeah um so you have that buzz and then boom you're gifted <laughs> tanya and oxana yeah. bayul and nancy kerrigan it's just that the 94 96 olympics back to back 
with the American Olympics randomly <laughs> in Atlanta for reasons that have never explained to me, plus Richard Jewell. Right. Plus Michael Johnson. That's a strong you can strong, you can yeah. you can keep your Michael Phelps here. and all that. Yeah. yeah, I mean yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Carrie Strug, mm-hmm. Dominique Marciano. I can go all night. And I probably shouldn't because it's going to be like, um, you know, probably get subpoenaed in the yeah. Nasser trial if I keep going. But uh, but uh, yeah, no, Kent, what about you? Where was your you're a year younger than me. Brian's 17 years older than me. And Kent, you're a year younger than me. What was your experience with Cool Man? Man, I don't remember seeing this in the theater, but I know I saw it. Um, <laughs> it was a big player in our household, too. It was on the approved movie list. I think we had it on VHS or something like that. Um, I remember vividly with my friends getting on a red wagon and like getting four people in the red wagon and like trying to bobsled down the street. Like somebody would steer, somebody would steer, and then we'd have two people with like hockey sticks that would like try to stop, you know, like in the back and be the brake people. So I remember it's just so weird to think about how well this resonated. It's a movie about Jamaican bobsledders. I guess it's because. Disney did it. I mean, if this is a movie that, you know, DreamWorks did, it's like Steven Spielberg presents the true story of a of an underdog unlike any other, you know, and it was his sentimental, mm. like, this could have been an Oscar-type movie, but <laughs> yeah. no, we got to get Dougie Doug and, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, and he, John Turtle talk. And, okay, there we go. Yeah, now and he grows icicles right. on his funny, stuff though, and all that, that all? yeah. I never think of this as a Disney movie, even though it is, and it hits all the notes of a Disney movie for sure. Well, it came at a time that Disney movies weren't cool at all. Like there was no, and they weren't live action wasn't popping. This was the highest grossing live action Disney movie at the time for a long time. I can't remember what movie broke that, but it was, yeah, because I I don't mean to interrupt you, but you're spot on. Like it doesn't, it doesn't seem like a Disney movie because at the time we were super not into Disney movies. Just as a culture, we were like Disney is as. Nor are we now. It's like past There's a headline. There's a headline in Washington Post right now that says Jamaicans are bobsledding again. Please stop quoting that offensive movie. So, (laughs) dude, yeah, you do feel bad for that because the real Jamaican bobsled team is probably like, okay, yeah, we know the song Jamaican bobsled. People, people say you you can't believe that kind of thing, right? Sanka is a little bit of a clown. But I love, I think Junior and, and and Leon's character, I can't remember his name, the lead. <laughs> so uh, sad uh, that I... Uh, uh, Doris. Uh, Doris is a really kind of dignified, beautiful character. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. And I I really still think this movie is is a really great sports movie. I mean, that's kind of its own genre now. Um, but... It's, I think, one of the better. Some sports really lend themselves to movies. Baseball is the obvious example. There's a million great baseball movies. There's not, and and I don't even like baseball. But a, a major league that owns any basketball, basketball is a far superior sport in my opinion in terms of for me to watch. But there's no good basketball movies. But but bobsled, oddly, because of the the dynamics in the sled, the sort of still visibility of the sled itself is a really beautiful kind of film sport in, a, in an odd way. Some things really lend themselves to this. And I think it, it really holds up in an odd, in an odd way, especially on a, on a second watch. It's super nineties, even though it takes oh, place yeah. in the 80s. but it's so nineties in a, in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, um, both in offensive and non-offensive ways, but it's still, I think a really, I think a, 
it's a movie we all kind of laugh at and talk about like okay yeah, that's our you know whatever but then but rewatch it as it all I'm like nah i stand by this this movie rules i love this mm-hmm. movie to yeah. this day yeah yeah i'm with you i think i i kind of expected it's been probably five or six or more years since i've watched it and we, I've, I've talked before about how like it's it is different watching a movie when we're going to review it than when for me at least than when i'm just sitting down to watch a movie like you have if i know that i'm going to be looking at it with a critical eye and, I, and not necessarily in a like i'm looking for way things to pick apart about it but just like looking for things to to highlight and emphasize it is different than the 300 million other times i've watched this movie and i kind of thought man if i sit down I was a little, almost a little apprehensive about it just because I have such fond memories of the movie that if I sit down and watch this for the podcast, it may change how I feel about it. And I did not feel that way at all. I, I'm the same way, Rich. Like, I had a blast. It was fun. It's a, it's, you're, it, you're right. It's a 90s movie. It's a Disney movie. It's cheesy in parts. And, um, and Dougie Doug, I don't know. He probably doesn't hold up super well at, at this point, but he was super cool in 1993, man. Gosh, I love Dougie Doug and I wanted to be, uh, Senka, but uh, yeah, it's yeah, it, man. I think it's like you can say that's an offensive trope, and it, it probably in a lot of ways is. But at the same time, we are a bunch of ten-year-old white kids that not <laughs> only do we think that character is fine, but we're like that yeah. character is cool. I want to be him. You know, that's like yeah. an aspirational yeah. thing. So, like, how offensive uh, in the time in the moment, at least, could it really be? Because like we didn't see him as a clown. We saw him in the same way we saw. You know, I to me, he's like the same as like Ace Ventura in my childhood. Like I want. Yeah, he's funny. But like in a way, I want to be funny. I'm not laughing at him. I am sure. authentically yeah. laughing. No question. No question. That's a central theme of the movie is, is like the inclusiveness of the whole thing to the point that it's like not even remotely historically accurate. And that's fine. I don't care. Uh, but I think that's part of the whole deal. of Like it's not trying to be anyway, regardless. It's 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 about uh presenting those those central themes and and I, man i i still think it's funny john candy is what makes the movie though i think that's he grounds uh, it for i mean it's a little yeah. white savior which it, I it absolutely part, is and that that might be the offensive part i don't know but yeah i think uh, if there's anything offensive in it that's what it is but he is great and really grounds it's it really authentic the way his character is like this guy who really cares about the olympics and's like cheated in the olympics and wants his redemption and all this stuff but, like There's he brings a lot only, of heart to it, like a lot of authentic no, he, stuff to it. He does. The pathos is all there. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's not realistic at all is that John Candy could have ever fit in a bobsled. <laughs> right. Former Olympian, John Candy. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. <laughs> they even make a joke at one point. They're like, man, you really let yourself go in a lot of ways. But <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, it was more a while than ago. That. Yeah. That, that, that's hilarious, man. This, you mentioned how nineties it is. It, so, so just the, man, the music is so funny because it's yes. so cheesy reggae. It's like reggae music, <laughs> but like to the most '90s extreme of reggae. But it's weird because it's like, what what music would you rather have playing here? You don't want some a score. You don't want a traditional soundtrack. <laughs> so it's like the music oddly fits. Uh, the yeah. the everything. Soundgarden maybe would have been preferable, right. but even flow. <laughs> That's probably running around us Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> The uh that that's funny. It has the cliches like uh 
okay, it's a 90s sports movie, so they have to have a scene in which they reveal their uniform upgrades and <laughs> have this moment yeah. where they're practicing, but they're fumbling and bumbling montage, you know? Uh, it's, it's a movie of montages, for right, sure. Right, it, it definitely yeah, is. Like, it, the it's so leap funny. ever when they're like, yeah, that's the same sled. We just painted it. And as <laughs> even as like a seven-year-old watching, I'm like, that's not the same sled. There's no paint. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. Leon what? was... Leon was great in this too, you know, as, as kind of a, I mean, he really does carry this movie in a lot of ways. He never really did mu- too much else. Um, but he's, he did he's some a, Broadway stuff. Like he's more well, of a, yeah, I know. I know. He's a singer, I think too, but I just mean in terms of like film, it's, it is, if this movie comes out and that performance exists, he's, he probably gets some like John Boyega or, or sure. Oscar Isaac E parts, you know, right, right out of this. Like, um, it's uh, it's it's just kind of a, it was just a, a, a different time. It was like, yeah, you were really good in that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you definitely. You don't need to be in Mission Impossible or something, which is a, yeah. a real strange. You, I mean, you could all you could maybe make the case that whole all four of them. Uh, maybe Junior's a little bit of a. I, regardless, Malik Yoba, the guy who plays Yul Brynner, is the one who had kind of like the best career yeah. out of all because he was on TV for so he's he's worth a lot of Doug, money. Doug because, was in. Not Cos the Cosby Show, but the second Cosby Show. Remember uh-huh. he did that one on yeah, TBS? Yeah, yeah. Dougie Doug was on that. So there's. I remember being really psyched about that when I was about eleven years old. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. he's back finally. <laughs> yeah, People yeah. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Just about the yeah, yeah. He's fun when he shows up. I always get excited. Still to this day, he's in. Uh, he's in an episode of Justified. I think in its first season, yeah. like two episodes in its first season, and uh, I got really excited when he pops up. I was like, oh. There's my guy, Dougie Doug. I, I love, I love that. I guy. just like that. That's such a great gnome de plume. <laughs> like, it's unbelievable. It's like, yeah, my name's Douglas. So, uh, yeah, it looks like your name's taken in SAG. Uh, what's your second option? Dougie Doug. I'm going to go with Doug. <laughs> e, not Dougie. Doug. Middle name. Doug e. Doug. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, sir. Doug Doug is taken too. What about Doug E Doug? <laughs> He's like, okay, Doug E Doug works. <laughs> Doug Doug. Doug Doug was a uh, was actor in the early sixties in soap operas. He's actually still registered with SAG, sir. You're gonna have to pick yeah. something else. Can't confirm his death yet. So. <laughs> Dig Doug is available. No, sorry, sorry. That's also a video game. Sorry. So Thanks for checking out this preview of the Mad About Movies VIP Club. If you want to hear this entire episode, become a VIP at madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. Thanks for listening.